I'm Deva Flowers. And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character. Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader. Specifically as a leader of character. Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader. And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader. As different as our perspectives may be, we both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical. Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader. A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Well, Miss Deva, I am refreshed now after that uh, discussion last week about the cheating. <laughs> I, I made sure that I did not, and I didn't do my taxes or anything, so uh, we're good to go. How, how are you doing? <laughs> you fixed your problem. Yeah. So now you have cheated, is what you're saying? You've done your, you, you did your taxes incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, of nice. course. You know they're only six months behind, but what the heck? Uh, <laughs> I was telling you, I, uh, I am uh, in a different position now than the last time we were recording because I was getting out of breath from the whole pregnancy resting heart rate of a hundred. Yeah. And I was thinking, man, people probably think I'm nervous. Just, just trying to figure out how to breathe over here. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, and, and uh, speaking of, uh, of cheating, you know, if uh, a mother while she's pregnant cheats, then the baby is going to cheat. You didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Might as well just name him cheater. Yeah. <laughs> No. Okay, we just made yeah. that up, but yeah, that's, that's what the, we can do that here on, in America. So uh, anyway, <laughs> good to see you again. Uh, a Thank pretty you. good discussion, I thought, on on cheating. And the, and the bottom line was always, if we're going to be people of character, don't do that. That's not a, the right thing. And yeah. and the key, I think, in that is, who are you cheating? It's really yourself. Uh, at the Air Force Academy, I'll revert back to that uh, experience a little bit. We had the football players would go out to what they called uh, cages in uh, the spring before spring football started. And I'm not sure. I don't know that anybody knows why he called it cages. But anyway, they would do these exercises for an hour, 100 percent, all in Mm -hmm. from the start to the the end of the hour. Uh, Kind of like like, um, um, oh, there's a term for it. They do this workout here for 20 minutes and then the whistle would blow. Then they'd run to the next one and do that one. Stations. Stations. Stations, yeah. And uh, one time I remember talking to, I think it was uh, Coach Singletary, and uh, he had one where there were five little cones that were set up in a a square, and then the fifth one was in the center. And uh, the players had to go touch each one of them uh, back and forth. And uh, when I was while I was watching this, and I asked the coach, you know, what can, what are they learning from this stuff? He says not to cheat. I said, wait a minute, that's I mean, that, that has nothing to do with football. We could argue that, but uh, he says no, chief. If uh, the key here is that they can cheat themselves, if they don't do this exercise, they're not going to be able to play on the field the way they should because these are uh, developing certain skills that you have to have on the football field. And, uh, and, you know, evidently he explained it to the, the players because they did 99% of them did it. And, you know, they all tried. It was really tough though. Sometimes they'd falter, but mm-hmm. they, they all tried. And I thought, you know, in cheating, that's the person that we cheat is ourselves. Uh, if you're not prepared, if you don't do the work, when you are expected to do the work, 
and can't because you didn't practice it the way you should have. You didn't learn what you should have learned. Then you're just cheating yourself. So uh, enough about that. But nonetheless, uh, what I wanted to get into a little bit today is, well, how do you learn then? Because we're talking about mental uh, uh, capabilities. How do you learn? And we, I think we talked this, uh, about this a couple of episodes uh, ago, reading, I think we both agree, me being a writer, I just finished my 15th book, uh, and I have started my 16th. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm patting myself on the back. But uh, reading and writing, they kind of go together, because you have to read what you write, I think. Yeah, I do that. Anyway, uh, reading is a good thing, and we talked about learning from others, and uh, here's a, here's where... Uh, I, I, I don't know that we'll get into uh, or, or maybe get out of our field here is AI because you mm. mentioned some of those cheating apps and all that kind of stuff. But AI, I'm, con I'm concerned about this, Diva, that mm -hmm. you have the, the capacity to, to, well, and I, as I understand it, there are apps that check on AI, whether they were, whether you used it to cheat on a paper mm -hmm. or something right and, and i that chap gpt is that the, that's the, big the one? new one yeah, yeah. that's I, the I've one never, that i've never been on it so about. i don't know yeah that's the one everyone's talking about and and i will be able to say that i haven't been able to i haven't used that on an essay or anything but what's crazy is um i think there are some apps that can see if there is a repetitive pattern to ai speech writing and and essay writing, but overall, I've I've heard from a lot of people, or at least maybe seen online, where people will use AI to almost write the whole essay and then just change a few words, and and that's crazy to me. My major is very writing heavy, um, so I I definitely saw it as an honor thing not to really look into that, um, but that that is a huge deal. Um, I just recommended to somebody that they actually use. Uh, an app called Grammarly, uh, which I really do enjoy for writing because they're trying to learn how to write. And this is where I think some of the maybe positive aspects of this AI technology can go. Grammarly isn't all AI. It's just a grammar support. But but they said, I don't understand. I write an essay and then I'm so overwhelmed. I can't figure out where the commas go. And this is a, a family right. friend of mine who's 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 younger and is just learning how to write. And I said, well, you know, take it easy on yourself. Go write an essay and then put it in Grammarly and then see the recommendations it gives you. So there are positive ways and, you know, not just click all the buttons and then submit it, but really learn. Like it says this comma belongs here because of this reason. And and so that's a really wonderful tool. Um, I wanted to add, I think in order to learn properly, we've kind of established we have to get over the urge to cheat um, because we're not going to learn if we just go through Grammarly, click all the accept all button on the grammar and then turn it in. You're never going to learn how to write an essay. And so um, I, I, I'm thinking about a story about my husband that he told me pretty recently. It's pretty funny because uh, we were talking about cheating and this was before you said you wanted to talk about it on the podcast. And he said, I did cheat once. And I was like, once? Like, like sometimes <laughs> for me, I'm thinking, oh, it's ambiguous. You know, I don't cheat willingly, but if it's on like a page of notes and it says, use your notes, does that mean the textbook or does that mean the notes from the textbook? And so I'm uh, I'm less confident that I've been completely honest, but mostly because I feel like the instructions, I didn't want to ask, like, I, was, I just didn't want to ask for the instructions. Anyways, he said, I cheated once. And he said, I was 10 and my mom, uh, he's homeschooled. And he said, my mom gave me a math test and told me not to use a calculator. And I did. And then she asked me if I use a calculator and I said, no, oh, <laughs> and I was, 
I was like, wow, if it, if the last time you really remember cheating was when you were 10 with your mom and a calculator, I'm, I'm pretty proud of you. Um, <laughs> but, but what was cool is I know that something that has helped him not cheat since then one may be guilt that, you know, you feel bad lying to your mom and maybe that's one portion, but I know that my husband has a lot of internal validation. Um, so there's internal and there's external validation. And I feel like he wants to learn and learn the right way because he wants to learn it. Um, he's studying for his electrical license right now. And when he opens his textbook, he goes, he reads the passage and then he reads the footnote and then he reads the passages connected to the footnote. And then he has this full circle and he goes back to the passage and man, it takes about three times longer than it would if you just read the passage and then read <laughs> the next passage. But, but he, he's taking the time because he genuinely wants to be more experienced than other people who just read the textbook. Um, and I think that if we can really look into ourselves, whenever we're talking about getting over this cheating and getting into um, learning from AI and not being tempted to like use the AI to just give us a good grade or fix our essay, but really use it to learn. Um, I feel like people have to be internally motivated and internally validated to say, oh, I don't need somebody else to say you did a good job. You got a hundred on your test and then internally know in the back of my head that it wasn't me. It was AI or it was yeah. some resource that I use because that almost makes it not worth it. Um, I know my husband feels that way. And I think the more um, externally we can just accept what people say and internally we say, oh, I know that I did this honestly. I think that the more we'll learn. What do you think? And, and they, 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 you know, like everything else, the universe does not understand either or. It understands and. So yeah. when, you know, the internal, external, it's the yin, the yang, they all come together. You know, it's, that's what makes the universe. It's a universe. And so sometimes I think, Deva, you can get the external, uh, uh, I'll call it inspiration, the internal inspiration through external terms. It, it, here's the, 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 what I'm thinking. I find a great gratitude, personal gratitude, when I can share what I know with someone. That, and mm -hmm. I call that air power, H-E-I-R power. When I can help someone learn something that they didn't know that I did, that I feel good about it. You know, it's like this, that's my purpose in my life, to help you learn that one thing or whatever it may be. And it, it, when we do that, I think, and I, don't, I think it's a human uh, characteristic, uh, we, we do we want to pat ourselves on the back and say, hey, that felt good that I helped that person understand that he, something that he or she did not understand. And and the more we do that, the better we feel and the more, uh, the better we are at it. And I think that's the external part or the internal part that affects the external part. And that external part gives us that feedback that, hey, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Because, you know, I, I, and, you know, I do a, a bit of speaking. And I love it when people come up. I've had, I remember this particular person in uh, Buckley Air Force Base coming up and uh, telling me, you know, Chief, the last time that I heard you speak, you said something and it changed my life mm. and, and I'm good now. And I'm thinking, well, okay, I don't even know what I said and I don't know that she yeah. remembered, uh, but it didn't matter. But that made me feel like my purpose was fulfilled that I yeah. helped this one person out of thousands that I speak to uh, change their life. So, you know, I, 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 to me, that's the internal affecting the external which is affecting the internal mm -hmm. and it, it feels good 
you know, and, and again, like we were saying, I think it was last episode, knowing where that is, that material is, where that knowledge is. And yeah. again, it's it, it, it sometimes, and you know, I would always prefer, I personally prefer to go toward wisdom than knowledge. As I said, I've said it, I say it all the time, knowledge changes constantly, but wisdom doesn't. Wisdom stays with you way longer because you can use that over and over and over again, you know. Uh, I don't know uh, who the president of Afghanistan is, uh, but it may have just changed five seconds ago, you know. Yeah. Knowledge just changed. One plus one does not equal two anymore. It just changed. But the other things is don't cheat, be honest, be kind, all of those uh, things that are based on wisdom to me are a lot more powerful and that's internal, but you yeah. do have that external validation somehow. You know, we are we're all looking for it somehow. But uh, but the internal, you know, yeah, my, I don't know if you noticed when we were together that my right arm is longer than my left arm because <laughs> of all the patting on the back that oh, I do. Right. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that's important. Great it's joke. A, that was very yeah, good. Stay, stay <laughs> the external <physical>. validation for <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and since you're in school, and what grade are what year are you in now? You're junior. I'm a senior now. Yeah, a I'm a senior, senior at UT Austin. So yeah. almost done. <laughs> and and again, I think we mentioned, or I mentioned in the last episode, the, the institutions have a lot. They have something to do with this, you know. Uh, being at the Air Force Academy is a little bit different than because I, I teach at uh, UCCS University of Colorado, Colorado, Colorado Springs. My sense is UCCS in many respects, cares more about the dollar than they do about the, the student, which is sad. You know, yeah. I, I used to teach um, uh, junior and senior management courses, and it was amazing what they didn't know as a junior and a senior mm -hmm. that I assumed that, that they did because, you know, by now, you, after three years, you should know this stuff, you know, and they never, they were never taught some mm -hmm. specific stuff. Uh, and, and this is in business, and uh, which to some degree, I think validates that the, the university just wanted to fill the squares. You go to the yeah. class, you pay us the $50,000 for the class and we're good and, and you pass it. And yeah, that, there's no value in that. I don't think, you know, where uh, before, it, and I know you're very close to your grandparents. Mm -hmm. I'm sure your grandparents will tell you, you have to know this stuff. And, mm -hmm. and you need, and the way you validate that is by teaching it. He who teaches learns twice. So, mm -hmm. you know, you, you continue to, you learn by teaching, you teach by learning. It, it's that yin and the yang thing again. So, uh, but, but I think our purpose has changed. Uh, if it's not to learn, why do we have schools? Yeah, I used a, uh, a uh, method of teaching myself kind of through video whenever I was preparing for this last exam on, um, it's it's the end of the cadet program in Civil Air Patrol, and it's a really big, big uh, honor to be able to finish it. And so I didn't have anyone to teach because it was COVID. And I thought, oh, my dad doesn't want to hear all this stuff. And so I made all these YouTube videos and kind of tried to make it like a course. And I think that really helped me. And also, as far as running, uh, we had to do a, a big run at the end of the exam. And um, it was so much easier to think, oh, I have some some goal here that's outside of myself that's necessary. Well, now, uh, if I wanted to run a six-minute mile again, it would be really hard because I don't have anyone saying, you have to run. I, I ran a 625, and that was the, the best time I've ever had in that exam. And um, I could, you know, with practice, get to my consistent maybe 720 mile. But getting back to that 625 on my own internal motivation would be really, really hard. Um, 
Although if I had just, this is my goal and it doesn't matter who, who, who thinks it's good or bad, or if it's worth it, nobody, it doesn't matter if it's worth it. It's just my goal. If I had that kind of internal motivation, I bet that I could get my my time back up to where I, I would like it to be. So it's crazy that just having a little bit of push might be a good thing to have somebody else maybe saying, this is our goal. This is going to be our accountability together. Um, that's a good source of external motivation. Another source is unfortunately external punishment. Um, one of the ways I can say I've never blatantly cheated at UT Austin. I've never cheated on a multiple choice exam or copy and pasted anybody's work is because there's a threat of being kicked out of the university. <laughs> it says yeah. at the end of every single exam, just remember, it's like, just remember guys, if you, if you're caught cheating, um, you lose all of this opportunity, you're no longer going to be at the university. And so that's a, enough of motivation to not yeah. cheat as well. And um, to, to some degree, go. but but that's quite limited. I think you would agree. Yeah. Okay, so you, you finish, you did cheat, you finish, and you get your diploma, your, your degree and all that kind of stuff. So now what stops you? Yeah. Nothing. You know, mm -hmm. you can continue to do it. And I think that's probably one of the problems. And I, and I think more than not, that's the education experience that mm -hmm. the fear uh, you know at the air force academy if you cheat lie or steal you're out that yeah. that's huge especially yeah. for what it takes to get into the academy so yeah. you know but fear does fear again is limited it only works to a certain degree it's and not then, a good motivator it, it, yeah not at all not at all and and i will contend that real motivation is internal all real motivation yeah. is internal if it's external that's punishment that's not motivation yeah but um so so how do you go as a youngster how do you you know where do you get that internal motivation it, it now and i'm a little bit older than you we i think we established that a few chap uh, episodes back um i i it, it's my identity I don't drink. Yeah. I don't smoke. I don't curse externally. Uh, if you've ever <laughs> stepped on a Lego, you got to say something and air power just <laughs> doesn't make it. But, um, <laughs> but that's my identity, you know, and, uh, and that's, I, I feel strongly that that's what I want to be. And that's who I am. But yeah. as a youngster, how do you get that personal, you know, that internal um, uh, strength in many yeah. ways? to be that, to, to live up to that quote. And it is character. I think you need the experience. I mean, I don't know if there was ever a time in your life, maybe not because you're the man that wakes up at 4 a.m., 3 a.m. Um, but I don't know if there was a time in your life where you considered, oh, is it worth it to cheat? And then you learn maybe through a lesson or through somebody else. No, absolutely not. Um, and so uh, I know that I'm still working on becoming more internally or internally motivated. I'm, uh, I am internally motivated, but I do seek praise a lot. And uh, I, I am, I love making to-do lists. That's just something I do. Um, I like making a to-do list and if it seems important, I'll throw it on there and then I'll get it done. Um, but not everything on my to-do list always correlates with what I want for myself or for my goals or for my, my core values. Um, they're not negative, but you know, maybe I'll do something for somebody else and it'll make me feel good just cause I checked it off the to-do list. Anyways, what I'm saying is I feel like the older you get, maybe the more centered you become on your core values, hopefully, um, maybe the more you find, oh, these things on my to-do list really don't support me in my mission or these things do. And I think there's an age, probably 
just a little younger than I am, maybe high school graduates, where a lot of people who are working hard just take in everything they can and and don't center or focus on one thing. They're just trying to get as much good done as they can or maybe as much bad. But but I think as far as how do you become internally, internally motivated, I think you have to have a mission and a purpose. And um, that'll help center you, I think, towards one thing or another. And uh, it seems like you have a pretty strong one. Uh, and I think military helps a lot, like being at the Air Force Academy, they they give you a pretty strong purpose, which is helpful. But for all of us civilians out there too, it, it might be hard to think, well, why why am I here? What is my purpose? And why why do I have to choose not to cheat? Why does any of it matter? Um, yeah. that's a that's a big question. And I guess the question that leads us to that answer, and let's talk about this next week, is what am I willing to give my life for? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, in the military, that, that would be the ultimate sacrifice. What am I willing to die for? But uh, for the rest of us, especially uh, civilian folks, what are you willing to live for? Yeah. Let's ponder that for next week. What are you willing to live for? Because that would give you your purpose. And then you have something to measure everything by. I, I want to live for this, whatever it may be. Okay, now let's measure it. Because if you don't have that, you can't measure it. Yeah. Now you're, you're just haphazard doing whatever, yeah. what like the kids, like you guys say, whatever. And that's not yeah. a very good thing <laughs> to do. So let's ponder that. What am I willing to live for? What am I, not, Let's not uh, be morose about it. Let's, what am I willing to live? Let's think about that for next week. That's good. I like it. Thanks, Chief. Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at cloc at leadershipandforesight.org. Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.